Arch Rivals Football, in collaboration with the Playmakers Blog, presents Bearing Down the Gridiron. Sponsored by NFLShop.com, Fanatics, and Points.com. Here are your hosts for the show, Alex, the Bear Man Alcazaz, and Darnell, the Playmaker Salins. Executively produced by Ricky, a.k.a. the Master of Mayhem, Lit Winkowicz. Kickoff starts in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Burn Down the Grand Iron on this Wednesday, October 26, 2022, the final Wednesday of the month. And next month, on November 1st, we'll begin the college football ranking. So you'll see the final AP poll that we'll be using here today down in the ticker below once we get everything rolling. But y'all know me, the playmaker down there, Silence here, just pushing through as best as I can through the week. I've been doing a lot of shows and while working full time, so I am kind of tired. You might can hear them all voice, but I'm here. I'm doing the show with my partner. He's here too, down in the good old state of Texas, where everything's bigger than Texas. Like in TCU on frogs, ranked in the top ten in the AP poll. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bear Man himself, Alex Akazai. What's going on, y'all? I'm pushing through. I'm pushing through. It's not easy. Yeah, me too. We are here, and y'all know how we get started with things. Today's a milestone day for it's a milestone day for me today. Oh, it would explain. Well, my soccer show is now at nine hundred thousand all-time listens, and my Dallas Cowboys one is at six hundred thousand. Yeah, y'all know I'm a busy man. That's a busy man. His damn self. He has what I chose by his damn self. This is my living, y'all. When I'm on YouTube, you know, because now YouTube has a feature called YouTube Shorts, which is these 60-second videos. When I'm tweeting, really encouraging people to listen, it's not because I want it like that. I strongly do it because these these are the shows for you. Believe me. And this is my living. All right, there, man. You know how we start off every bearing down the great iron. Mm-hmm. Two-minute drill time. We can run through it as we, as we always do. And you know how we roll. So, Bear Man, our two-minute starts now. So, it appears that the commissioner of the Pac-12 says that fans are not in favor of the move with USC and UCLA. Well, no shit. No, oh, he's talking about the move for them going to the Pac-12 to the Big Ten. That move? Mm-hmm. That's a, okay. Yeah. Okay. Kansas State quarterback Martinez finalist for academic Heisman. Good job, sir. Academic Heisman. I like it. Well, like grades it. are important, but the Texas A&M Aggies have suspended three players indefinitely following an incident after a loss at, I believe, South Carolina. Ooh, that was a hurtful loss. That was a very painful loss. But, guys, Smith Bar may be on Snapchat when he returns for a big game this weekend. And well, Alabama defensive line out for the likely out for the season due to a neck injury. NCAA provide update on NIL guidance to schools. Apparently, 
ASU has committed AD Anderson as the as the president. Well, the president, I should say, has committed to Anderson as the athletic director, rather. And uh, go ahead and do the other one. Or I'm gonna dive into this NIL thing real quick. All right, well, this is the final week with the rankings, so shit's about to go down. Yeah. This is it. So there's no rule changes going on in the rankings. That's nothing really major, but they just they want they're trying to clarify in a more in a more specific way to help coaches, staff, athletic directors deal with the NIA when it comes to student athletes. We shall see how this goes. But with that being said, that was the two minute drill with six seconds to spare. I like the maps. Yeah, we have we have yet to lose so. Because when we do two minute drill, we get right to the headline. We don't waste any time. Two minute drill. All right. Quick eight minutes in. Let's get our first sponsor in here because uh, this or this recap is gonna take a minute. So we'll be right back. Pain Train, Pipe Bomb Productions, and the Playmakers blog are now both partnered with Fanatics. Fanatics is now your new home for all fan merchandise from the MLB, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, MLS, NASCAR, WWE, international soccer leagues, and golf. Check out the links below for everyday deals on fanatics.com. All right, thank you to our sponsor, Fanatics. And I believe we got a new sponsor coming in whenever I get around to it. But when I get to it, I will let y'all know. But we do have a new sponsor. In the oh, we do? Yes, we do. I got the email. I just haven't got to it yet. So there's a new sponsor coming on board for the Playmakers blog when we already got Paramount Plus. We already got Fanatics. It's going pretty good for us right now. We got to keep rolling, even though I'm fighting through the tires. Speaking of the uh, speaking of fanatics, uh, apparently an update to the catalog. Yep. All right, I'm, there, I'm man. not sure what those I'm not sure what those mean, but I'm pretty sure it's nothing bad. Yeah, I'll look at it when I get time. All right, Bear Man, it's time to do it. It's time to go around the gridiron for the gridiron roundup. By the way, he tried to sabotage me. He tried to sabotage me. He tried to use the same trick he used against Utah, against my Ducks, and it didn't work. But I'm going to get to that in a minute. First on the docket, number 14, Syracuse. That was in Death Valley to take on fifth-ranked Clemson Tigers. And surprisingly, Berman, it took a quarterback change for Clemson to pull this one out. Yeah, because Syracuse almost got it. That wouldn't have been good. Who was the quarterback that Dabble went to? So you imagine it was a quarterback change, right? Yeah, it was a quarterback change that took place. I can't even say the name. Really? So D DJ Umbleola got benched by K Kupnik. 
And the Tigers remain unbeaten at 8 0. Syracuse was having a surprising season for all the season one. It happens. It happens. It happens. But uh, here's something that we didn't see happening. We're going from the ACC's dead body to the SEC's dead body because of LSU. Yeah, that's gonna kill. That, that's gonna that that that's gonna kill me big time. So Ole Miss jumped out to a seventeen-three lead. Can you guess what was the point differential from that point forward? LSU forty-two, Ole Miss three. Can somebody explain to me what happened with Ole Miss? This this offense that scores about fifty points a game. Oh, they chose they good time. Like how? JT Daniels, 21 for 28, 248, two touchdowns. He also had 23 carries, 120. And three touchdowns. JT Daniels destroyed the old Miss Rebels. Just oh, Brian, like Justin, no, Brian, Brian Kelly all of a sudden, yeah, picking up the groove with LSU. Brian Kelly has the LSU Tigers at six and two on the season. It should be seven and one, but I'm not going to look to the past. I'm going to look forward. Uh, no, miss up a day first loss of the season. Ain't that about it? And then we get to this game in the Pac-12 game of the week, number nine UCLA riding high as undefeated. There was in Eugene, Oregon to take on Tiff Rank and six and one the five and one Oregon Ducks and Bearman try to kill my ducks. Your reverse. I'm glad they said the Bearman because uh yeah. Your reverse psychology didn't work, damn it. My Patro champion beat your Patro champion. 45 to 30. Go ducks, quack, quack. All right, hey. Dog, dog. hey, you give the dust their credit they want. You try to, you try to, you try to sabotage them. You try to reverse psychology again, like you did against Utah, and it didn't work. Good job, Oregon. And speaking of one team, let's go to Texas. Well, Oklahoma, shall we? Because Oklahoma State hosted Texas in a top twenty showdown. 11, 11 ranked Cowboys. Did they come from behind and beat Texas again? Yeah. They proved that Texas is an overrated fraud. I had a feeling you were going to go off when I said that. <laughs> Over, uh, but, well, you know, I don't need to. I mean, my, my TCU won frogs, you know, made me happy, so. Uh, how about them Cowboys? My Big 12 champion is still alive, still kicking well. Tulane, who was ranked 25th in the, in the polls, we were looking to see how they handle being nationally ranked in the country at 25th. 10-point victory over Memphis, Bearman. I guess they handled it pretty well. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, they had a, a, 30, a 35 nothing lead at halftime that ended up 30-28. So they... So are you saying they took they put up a gas burner and allowed Memphis to get back in it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So I don't know if I want to say they handled it well. You don't blow a 35-0 halftime lead. Yeah, that is true. Snowman's in the building. What's going on, Brian Snow? How you doing, sir? I was on his show this morning. 
Oh, hey, by the way, um, so Mr. Misak finally kept his end of the deal, so you you better acknowledge him now. He ain't sending it to me. I ain't see it, so I can't keep it. It's on, well, check your Twitter. It's on Twitter? Okay. If I can yeah. save it and have it for the show on Friday, I will. About time. Took you two extra days. And leave the guy alone and, and acknowledge him. Hey, that's what happens when you open your mouth, okay? <laughs> when you put your foot in your mouth, that's what happens. He put his foot in his mouth. Yeah, it's like he expected Russell Wilson to be out for this game. It didn't even matter. Oh, we're going to Liberty because Liberty Flames, they flamed the BYU Cougars. Good gracious. What, what does that score say? Oh, what does that score say? I need to know what does that score? Forty-one to fourteen. Forty-one to fourteen. Good gracious! How does that even happen? Snowman, I'll let you know some other time. But John put his foot in his mouth, and him and Ricky end up having a bet, and Ricky won the bet. So we got a video out of it. I can't wait to look at. All right, Bear Man. As I said last year, when this team lost their first game, I said it again. Last, I said it again when they lost this time. What did I say? This team will not lose their very next game. And Alabama damn sure did because they put a beating on Mississippi State. How you yep. like them muffles? 30 to 6. Twenty-four nothing lead at halftime. And the Bulldogs still can't do nothing. The defense is mad they gave that touchdown late. They 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 wanted that shutout. They tried their best to get that shutout, but it's all good. From the SEC to the Mountain West, because we have Boise State, who's leading the Mountain West. They was hosting a team trying to keep up with them in Air Force, and Boise State. Held on and said, "No, this is our this is our conference. We must win this again. We must take back control of the Mountain West as they defeated the Falcons, nineteen to fourteen. Very tight contested game here. Air Force just came in a hair bit short of their of their comeback, man. Just a hair bit short." And then we get to the Big Ten. Uh, I do think this is the this puts the nail down the coffin of the Minnesota Gophers for the Big Ten West because a trip to good old you know Penn State College Station over there taking a forty-five to seventeen beat into the Nifty Lions as the Nifty Lions move to six and one on the season, getting prepared for their big matchup that we're getting to in our next segment. What do you say? What do you say? Penn State is looking like that beating they took in Michigan to take it out on Minnesota. I hope they have enough left for this game coming up because this is a huge game for the Nifty Lions at home. All right, Bear Man, you wanted to get here. We're here. Go ahead. Announce the last game on this screen. 38-28. to 28, Another come from behind win for my TCU Horn Frogs. Over the 17-ranked Kansas State Wildcats. I'm going to ask you a serious question, Berman. I'm not joking. I'm being very serious. Why is TCU playing with fire? 
because they can handle it. You know when you play a fight, you know eventually it happens, right? Mm-hmm. You get burnt. How many more comeback? How many more comebacks is in TCU? Because you mess around, you get down to the wrong team, you know what's gonna happen, bro, man. You're leading. We're leading towards a rematch, aren't we? We probably are. And I bet you, if they get a seventeen point lead again, they ain't blowing that one. TCU, I'm being so serious. I actually like TCU. Y'all better stop playing with fire and start trying to do these comebacks because somehow a team going to catch you slipping and you ain't going to be able to come back. Now, that just would have been another team that's in Texas. Very man have been all over them for all these damn comebacks they're trying to do. But he over there ain't saying nothing. I'll give that one. You're a slick one there, sir. You're a slick one. See, I pay attention to you. Now, Kansas State, three three guys att attempted a pass, at least. That's pretty interesting. The one you're going to get hurt. <laughs> you mentioned Texas, TCU playing with fire, right? Yeah. A lot of teams do that. So if we're going to mention about TCU, we got to mention a lot of other teams are playing with fire as well. Yeah, but they ain't undefeated like TCU and are they? Nope. Exactly. Exactly. I do believe you. Yeah, here is Alex Picks. That old miss one. Good girl. Nobody saw that coming. There's Mr. Misek. He finally joined us. Acknowledge him, playmaker. I didn't see the video yet, so I can't do it. You, you acknowledge him. John kept his end of the deal, okay? You, a, I see the video. You, you better you better give him his massive praise, and you better acknowledge him. Until I see the video. And, and John, John, you didn't lose the bet to me. I picked the Broncos too, dude. No, you didn't. You picked the Jets. And Ricky was the one who picked the Jets, playmaker. He picked the Jets preseason saying that. <laughs> When the game came, the three of us picked the Jets. And even John Nisak <laughs> picked the Jets. Still, I picked the Jets before the game, okay? Ricky picked it before the season, so Ricky's the one who actually made the bet. Not you and not me, buddy. I never said I made the bet. I didn't know this. He put his foot in the The bottom line I is... I caught it. That, the bottom line is, John deserves to be acknowledged. John deserves to be acknowledged as the tribal chief because he kept his end of the deal. He made no excuse. He didn't back out of it. You give John deserves credit, and he deserve and he, he deserves his well earned respect. You're in line. Bear me another another good I'm, week for I'm you. I'm out sir. of line. I said another good week for you. Only one loss that ass whooping that took place in Death Valley by eligible old Miss. He wanted this one to be an L, but it didn't happen. Like I said, he tried to stop talking the ducks. It didn't work. The ducks were prepared. And then we get to my picks, and uh, yeah, I took I took an extra one on the chin because I thought that voice would beat Boise State, but Boise State had something to say. It is what it is. It is what it is. So you know, yet again another four and two record for me, another five and one record for Bearman, and now he's cut my lead down to three. Slowly but surely, he's trying to chop me down. 
He's trying to chop me down and try to say four when the tree finally falls. I gotta find a way to stop that. But it's all good. It's all good. It's definitely all good. All right. We're gonna take our other break right here. And then when we come back, we gotta get into week number nine. We'll be back. The Playmakers Bar is probably to announce that is letter the partnership deal with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Stream live sports from any device that you have, whether it is your computer, laptop, or even your cellular device. Catch breaking news live when it happens and enjoy a mountain of entertainment from movies to shows to whatever you love doing. Paramount Plus. Plan starts at $4.99 a month, but right now, you can get a free trial. Just hit that link below with the Playmakers blog and start your free trial right now. Paramount Plus, Mountains of the Entertainment. All right, welcome back. We are here ready to rock and roll because it is time to go on a tour. Bearman, you ready to go on a tour? Mm-hmm. Campus tour time, and at the bottom of the screen right here, it is the AP Top 25 poll. The final AP Top 25 poll we'll be using this year because next Tuesday is the beginning of the college football playoff ranking. So with that being said, let's go camping, Barryman. Let's go campus tour. Beginning tomorrow. Pac-12 action, 10 p.m., FS1. Number 14, the Utah Utes taking on the Washington Cougars. Bear man. Utah. He, he says Utah without hesitation. Yeah. All right, that's Thursday. Saturday, beginning with the game of the week. Big noon kickoff. Fox college football kickoff. We're going to... The good old Pennsylvania, sir. You ready to go to, to the Big Ten's college station? Yeah, I'm I'm ready to watch Ohio State beat the hell out of Penn State. Ooh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, why do you feel so strongly? Ohio State wants to wants to win the wants to win it all again. Man, you feel so strongly. Good gracious, you said beat the hell. Let me see. Yeah. ESPN analyst says 79.6%. Ohio State. Vegas says, damn, 15 and a half Ohio State. Ooh. Nobody has faith in Penn State? Nobody? You tell me nobody has faith in Penn State? What did Penn State lose earlier that I, that I spoke about, the game that I talked about? They lost to Michigan. That's the only loss they got. They beat everybody else. They only lost to Michigan. That's because they went in the tunnel trying to fight them, and Michigan came out and ran the ball down. They got them throats for over 400 yards. says the safest, the safest pick is the Georgia Bulldogs. See, that's your way trying to get back at me. Because John, if you forgot, if you forgot, you do remember that I said I'm taking the season as it goes. Remember that I'm not putting much into the season. I did recall that, but I don't read it for you when we get. But that's the game of the weekend. Bear man ain't waste no time. He went ahead and say Ohio State with no problem. All right. 
Let's leave College Station in Pennsylvania. Let's head over to the. Uh, let's head over to the Mac. Now, Bear Man, I'm uh, pretty sure you was thinking, where did the Mac come from? Correct. Where did this game come from? <laughs> this is a part of the game you did not expect to see on our slate. Correct. Toledo and East is it Eastern Michigan? Yeah, that is Eastern Michigan. Good job, sir. You you, you know your logos. You know your logos. I'm proud of you. Well, I'd imagine. I mean, uh, it's just an E, a, a green E. So uh, the mid Atlantic, the mid American West, correct? Has Toledo at three and one, and guess who's right behind them? Toledo. No, Toledo's three and one. And guess who's right behind them? Is it Eastern Michigan? Two and two, along with Western Michigan and along with Ball State. Wait, they're two and two. Two and two. Are there any and games? They no, like, that's, that's, they, that's, that's their conference record. I'm looking at it. Oh. They go back. You got to remember, college, they go by conference record. NFL goes by overall record. Yeah, I was like, where the heck have they been? They're two and two. We're, deep, we're so far the, the, in the season. Toledo and Eastern Michigan have an overall record of five and three. So you see why I put this game on the list? Yeah. Can the Rockets? Keep control and take full control of the Mid-Atlantic West. Or does Eastern Michigan put a slight chop to Toledo and says, nope, without, you can't win this without a fight. That's why this game is on here. Toledo is a six and a half row favorite according to Vegas. What the ESPN analyst says 60, has 76.2% of the Rockets. Interesting enough. All right. Let's get out of the state of Michigan, shall we? Oh, we going to the Kingdom. Lazy logo for Eastern Michigan. Yeah, it's just an E. What about this one? We, we, we're going to Syracuse. Notre Dame and Syracuse. Syracuse ranked 16, coming off that loss at Clemson. They are back home to take on Notre Dame. 12 p.m. on Saturday. And uh, I think I went past it by mistake. Oh, here we go. Uh, Vegas says two and a half. Orangeman. What's Notre, Dame's, what's Notre Dame's record? They are four and three, sir. Okay, let's take a look at their last game. Uh, let's see. Their last game was against UNLV when they won 44 to 21. Oh, they had a 23-7 lead after the first quarter. That was a 37 lead at halftime. Okay. Well, they beat you at the UNLV, who's 4-4. Four and four. And Notre Dame just really isn't that good, are they? They lost to Stanford the week before. Stanford! Yeah, they're, not beat, they're not beating Syracuse. They lost to Stanford. How? Oh, well. GMA, wireless dome, the Q-Dome. Up in New York. Let's see if Notre Dame can get a big roll win or with Syracuse. Bounce back when I lost the Clemson. From the Q down, down to the state of Kansas. We're going to Kansas. As I do recall, I think that would be Manhattan, Kansas, if I recall. As 22nd rank, the Kansas Wildcats hosting number nine. Oklahoma State Cowboys, 330 on Fox. That's after our game of the week of the Ohio State and Penn State game. 
Um, let's see here. What what are the numbers that I need to give to Mr. Berman? Uh, K State one and a half favorite. ESPN says fifty four point one percent in favor of the Cowboys. Vegas goes one way. ESPN goes another way. Berman thoughts on Cowboys Wildcats as a the fight for the Big Twelve still commences on. Well, if, if if Kansas State could actually do what UT couldn't do, that would certainly benefit the TCU Horn Frogs. As of right now, both teams are three and one in conference. Kansas State is five and two overall. Oklahoma State is six and one. Texas is not out of it. Surprisingly, at three and two. Uh, Texas is out of it. Don't don't even bother. Don't even bother acknowledging Texas right now. This that you have now, Oklahoma State's defense does have a few issues. I mean, the fact that TCU ran, you know, for 224 uh, yards against Oklahoma State, and, you know, Longhorns had nearly 200 rushing yards. So, T so Oklahoma State's running ga running defense is, is a problem. Kansas so, Kansas State State's going to have they, – they're going to have to run the ball big they time. Love the, they love to run. Yeah. Kansas State loves to run, and if they can do it good against Oklahoma State, then they can get the job done, and, and TCU needs that. Are you afraid of Oklahoma Cowboys? State does in pro wrestling in pro wrestling terms, Oklahoma State they don't deserve a rematch. And Kansas State does. Yeah. I know what you're doing. You, you're you're afraid of the Cowboys. Because I'm the villain, right? Yeah, I get no, to be the no. heel. No, you you're afraid of, you're afraid of the Cowboys. TCU is the Miz and Oklahoma State is Dexter Lewis. That's what's going on here. You're trying to get away from the Cowboys. Because you know you got to rematch and they take the lead again, they ain't going to blow it. Same could be said about Kansas because I had never thought Kansas would blow, Kansas State would blow a lead either. And they both happened to TCU. And Fort Worth, Texas, both times anyway. So I'm good, though. I got it. Let's get out of Manhattan, Kansas, and we're going to, ooh, Western Kentucky. Is that a green hawk that I'm seeing? All right, eagle. It's whatever. an eagle. It's, it's not an a hawk. eagle. Okay, it's Jeez. Hey, they both birds, and they both fly the same. They're disrespecting my alma mater, for God's sake. Disrespecting me, disrespecting me not putting this game on here. That would be disrespectful. Lucky for mm -hmm. me, I decided to put them on here because I thought it was worthy to have this game. I am going to Conference USA, correct? Yeah. 3-30. The University of North Texas taking on Western Kentucky. Why is this game on here? Because uh, who is on top of Conference USA? That would be the Roadrunners of UTSA. Yeah, which who, who UNT just lost to. 4-0 in conference places into overall. Right behind them is... Western Kentucky three and two in the conference play five and three overall, and uh, UNT three and one in conference play and four and four overall. So Bearman, your North Texas University football team are fighting yeah. for second place against the Western Kentucky. Four and yours, sir. I mean, UNT just had a bad loss against UTSA. Bad loss? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was a bad loss because they came from behind the closing minutes and they couldn't get it done. Hmm. 
Western Kentucky is pretty good. You don't sound too confident in your uh, Eagles there, sir. Well, it's hard because of how they lost UTSA. Let me see. And oh, this game, Lord. they're on the road, and UTS and and Western Kentucky is five and three. ESPN says 85.7% in favor of the Western Kentucky. Yeah. Texas says 10 Western Kentucky. Woo. Oh. That's, 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 that's my, nobody. My alma mater, they're four and four. Nobody. And they need this win big time. Nobody believes in your alma mater, sir. Jeez. But it's the fight for second place. It's the fight for second place, and you may need to fight their asses off. Now, North Texas is on top of the Conference USA West. So they got to win in order to keep – in order to stay alive for the Conference USA Championship. Yes, they need to win. So they better get it done. All right. Let's leave the state of Kentucky, and let's roll to the state of Florida. Oh, we did hit that 330 slot again. Ooh, that 330 slot ugly. We're talking Oklahoma State and Kansas. When I say ugly, I mean a good one, a good one. Ooh, the rivalry of the American Conference, there, man. Here we go. The no, Bounce House in Orlando, no, Florida. Now we're at your alma mater. 20th ring, Cincinnati. Six and one in the season, three and no in conference play. Taking on UCF Knights, five, two and one in conference play, five and two overall. As both teams are chasing 23rd ranked Tulane, who is four and zero in conference play and seven and one on the season. The fight for second place begins here in the bounce house between number two and number three in the American. For the past, how many years are we talking about? Three, four years, Bear Man? It's been these two teams that's been only the American. Well, I got to I got air Mr. Misak's question. Technically, yeah, they're still the Eagles, but we just call them the Mean Green. But, yeah, technically, yeah, they're still the North Texas Eagles, but we just call them the North Texas Mean Green. Because, you know, Joe Green. Anyway. All right, back to the game at hand, Bear Man. Well, this is your alma mater, UCF. Yeah, they took a bad loss to East Carolina. Was it last week or the week before? That's why they have two losses because they did lose to Louisville early in the season, which shouldn't have happened. Yeah, it's going to be uh, a rough week. Uh, ESPN says 60.4% in favor of the Golden Knights. Sixty percent. Wow. Sixty percent. Vegas says one and a half favorite for the Knights. Are they disrespecting the thing? Are they disrespecting the Bearcats? Maybe. Are they disrespecting the Bearcats? I see some one on the season now. They have season one on the season. I mean, you're talking about a team that's averaging thirty. Seven points per game, giving up 22. Wow, you see it. Okay, I do see some. Game. 
37.3 points per game, giving up 17 points a game. They offense of UCF is averaging 511 yards a game to Cincinnati's 427.4. Yards allowed, Cincinnati's only giving up 305.4 a game, while UCF is giving up 356.1 a game. Going against number 20. This should be interesting, man. This should be very interesting. Yes, it should. Oh, are you talking about um Rice Pumley? Yes, he's still the quarterback. And he right now he is he he has thrown for 1,812 yards. So in the season, 11 touchdowns and six picks. Now Brian, who's the starting quarterback for Cincinnati, has thrown for 1,761 yards with 15 touchdowns and six picks. Could we have an offensive explosion in the bounce house Saturday at 3.30? I mean, that's a legit question, correct? <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> I'm just asking a legit question. <laughs> See, just like I was so concerned with my alma mater, and, you know, you're in the same situation. So when we talk about the schools that we went to, yeah, it really uh, – that the personal feelings kick in big time. Is it really concerning? No. Not really. But hey, the state of Florida it will be in the spotlight for three thirty, because that's in Orlando. We get to go to Jacksonville. Oh, oh this game's in Jacksonville, Florida. If the game is in Jacksonville, Florida, you know what game we're talking about. We're talking Florida, Georgia, or Georgia, Florida, depending on how you feel and what fan base you are. For some reason, the pronunciation of this is very important. Could Florida pull it off? Hell to hell no. Hell to the hell no. So there's nothing that Florida can accomplish in this game. Like not even put up 21 points or not even put up a respectable offensive performance. There's nothing that can go right. Can y'all see this? Can y'all see that number right there? Yeah. That's ESPN. That's what ESPN feels. 93%. 93%. Like. Oh, hey, by the way, John, guess who just walked in? My Florida Gators, 4-3 on the season. Are in the good old city of Jacksonville to take on the number one team in the land, the reigning, defending, undisputed national champions, the Georgia Bulldogs. Seven and zero on the season. The only close game they had was against Missouri, and people all damn near lost their mind if Missouri would have pulled that game out. Now would look bad for Georgia. Florida coming off and coming off a ten point loss at home to SEC West rival LSU. Now I'm gonna give you the stats, and then I'm gonna say something that I always say, and then and, and it proves to be right that they're able to test it. But first, the stats: Florida scoring thirty one point four points per game, giving up twenty eight point one points per game. Georgia is scoring forty one point seven points per game, and guess how many points they're giving up for a game, Batman? How much? Nine points. <laughs> they are giving up nine points a game. 
Good Jesus. Oh, gosh. Oh, you're talking college football, right? Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a defense in college football that's only that's a line less than 10 points a game. Good gracious. That damn, that damn Kirby Smart, man. That damn Kirby Smart. But, Bearman, do you know what I always say about games like this? I see this game just going one-sided. You know how I say uh, you can throw the rankings out the window. You can throw yep. the records out the window. You can throw the stats out the window. You know why? It is a rivalry game, correct? Yep. It is one of the games where uh, see these two teams that simply don't like each other, correct? Yep. Both teams coming off bye weeks. And they finna get ready to throw down in Jacksonville Saturday. And by the way, people are already here tailgating and it's Wednesday night. Trust me, bear man, people come here early and get ready for this. Days before. Now that's part of the tradition of uh tailgatings. So Jeremy said, you can call it an easy win. And Bearman asked me a question, what am I looking for in this game? If Florida keeps it close, how will Georgia respond? If they can't put Florida away early, how do they respond? What was that number I gave you from ESPN again? What, what was the percentage? 93. 93. They say they give Florida 7%, correct? Mm-hmm. So what if Georgia don't put them away early? What if? And this game becomes one of those is number one in trouble type deals. Well, that bowl well for the Florida Gators and Billy Napier because he showed the world that's because Georgia's number one. We still that program that can fight with anybody. And remember, this is Billy Napier's first year, but that's why I say you heard me say this. I'm taking the season as it is. This is the first season. This is his first taste of the best conference in football. Don't I always say when you get a new coach year one, take it as it is? Just let, mm-hmm. it, just let it ride. Let for, it ride. For, for your Auburn modern, it's been a great ride so far because Sonny Dice is doing a hell of a job with TCU. Wait, wait, wait. TCU is not my alma mater. Well, your team. <laughs> my alma mater is just up the road from TCU. Hey, damn, y'all... Yeah, about what, 20, 20 miles away from each other? No, more like 40, 50 miles. Maybe what, what, an hour and a half? Oh, uh, let me look. It's The problem is, is the traffic and the construction and the fact that, you know, in my state, people don't know, people don't even know how to drive. I'm sure not John that. would say the same. I'm sure John would say the same thing about New Jersey. People just do not know how to freaking drive. You know, it sounds like Orlando. Like what? What? If this game is close, if Bill and Nate had this team ready to rock and roll and ready to fight, they can lose. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah, but it's a 40 mile. Yeah, it's 40 miles. About an hour. But it depends on the traffic and the construction. But a fight. If they put up a fight, I feel good. I feel good. Because they went down swinging. 
Knowing that no, this is the Georgia Bulldogs, this is the arena defending national champion. This is the number one team in the land. They are undefeated. Nobody has come close but Missouri. I think Bearman would take his North Texas mean green putting up a fight against Western Kentucky. I mean, I'm it's rooting good. for my mean. I'm rooting for my mean green, but I just hope they can get it together. Let's put up a fight. Show the world at three thirty. That hey, we might have a new coach. We might be working some things out. We might have a new regime. But damn it, we ain't going down like some punks. Right, now they get out of my city. I'm tired of being in the city. Ooh, Louisville, Kentucky. ACC matchup. Number 10. Wake Forest has made it already to number 10, Bearman. Number 10 in the country. Did you ever thought you would see the day that the Demon Deacons would be in the top 10? Nope. Did you? Nope. But here we are. Number 10, and they are on the road to face off against Louisville. Told you that 330 slate nasty. You see that 330 slate? That's a that's this slate is nasty for 330. Mm-hmm. You trying to figure out what's game you gonna watch because 330 looking like woof. What game do I want to watch? <laughs> and you ready for this bear man? ESPN. You know what they're leaning with? What? Louisville. 51. Point two percent. Let's see what Vegas says. Let's see what Vegas says. Demon Deacons three and a half. This is a battle inside the ACC, and uh, as Wake Forest sits at two and one on the season, right behind Syracuse and Clemson in the Atlantic Division, Louisville is two and three in the division. So Louisville is Louisville playing spoiler to the Demon Deacons, Bearman? Oh yeah. So the Car the Cardinals are playing spoiler to the Demon Deacons. Ooh. They are in Louisville, Kentucky. Demon Deacons might be on upset alert. Be careful. Let's get out of the state of Kentucky. Let's head to the state of Tennessee. But we still talking about a Kentucky team, but ooh. I'm not gonna waste Prime any time. time. I'm going Tennessee. You ain't gonna waste any time, really? Mm-hmm. I'm going Tennessee. We're talking number three, the Volunteers of Tennessee hosting number 19, Kentucky SEC East Showdown. And good gracious. 82.9. So we're going with 83% in favor of the volunteers on court the ESPN. Vegas says 12 and a half volunteers. Oh my gosh. Why is that why is there no faith in the Wildcats of Kentucky? Tennessee's just doing too good. I Man, I think they'll keep it up. So you just saying Tennessee's just that damn good. Yep. So you so you're giving Tennessee the triple H vibe. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Do they even deserve the triple H vibe? Well, you do well, you think Tennessee you think Tennessee is not good? I mean, you you give another triple H vibe. That is triple H we're talking about. 
Yeah, the game. You saying they just that damn good? Let's. It, we'll see just how really good they are when they go against Georgia on on the fifth of November. Oh, ooh, is that next week? Oh my god! Ooh, boy. Well, that's next week. So uh, yeah. Moving around, huh? Oh, speaking of robberies. <laughs> A big Ten showdown in the big house. Number four, Michigan. Well, once again, uh, let's give Michigan the, tr- the Triple H vibe. Michigan can't lose this one. Against Michigan State Spartans. Oh, oh, oh. 90% in favor of Michigan. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm not even going to say this. John Misak, if you're still watching, I'm sorry. To any uh, Michigan State fans out there, Magic Johnson. But, uh, John Misak, when you see this number here, you're going to lose your mind. And this is a rivalry game, correct? It, this is a rivalry game, right? Yep. Michigan State and Michigan, and Michigan is a rivalry, right? I want to make sure because uh, this is what Vegas said. Do you see that? So Michigan minus 23. The disrespect is real. This is a rivalry game and you're saying Michigan by 24. Three Vegas <laughs> is Michigan State that bad? Let me think. So here's the question: yeah, so you asked it. So is Michigan that is Michigan State that bad? But is Michigan that damn good? Well, they did get their ass whooped by Washington, and we did cover that game. The following week, they got their ass whooped by Minnesota, thirty-four to seven. They lost to Maryland 27 to 13. They lost to Ohio State back on the 8th, 49 to 20. They beat Wisconsin in double overtime, 34 to 20. Okay. Michigan beat UConn 59 nothing. They beat Maryland, the same Maryland team that beat Michigan State, 34 to 27. Went to Iowa and gave Iowa a 27 14 beating. Went to Indiana, gave them a 31 to 10 beating, and decided to proceed last week to whoop on Penn State 41 to 17. Yeah, Michigan State's in trouble. It's in trouble. I have nothing. I have no. All them says, throw the records out there. up for that game against Ohio State. Huh? They want to build up for that game against Ohio State. But Michigan State is a rival. So is Ohio State. You messing around. We said this before when Michigan was in this position. And they had to play Michigan State. Oh, they're playing with fire, right? Is that is that the analogy? What I tell you about rivalry games? And Any given Michigan- Sunday. And then Michigan State gonna know that Vegas says Michigan by twenty three is gonna. Vegas has us plus twenty three. ESPN says a ninety percent chance of Wolverines winning. Nobody in the damn country believes in us, but we playing in prime time on ABC.
if Michigan wins, it might not be by 23. And then again, it could be by 23 because Michigan State hasn't proved nothing worthy of them fighting. So I'm leading on the fact that it was a rivalry game. These two teams just don't like each other. So Michigan State gonna play the game of their goddamn lives in the big house. Yep. I don't think it's gonna be enough, but I got a feeling they're gonna have to fight. They're gonna put up if Michigan State don't put up a fight, something's wrong in East Lansing, Michigan. That's that's just all I'm saying. Continue on that plan time slot. Oh boy. Big Ten West matchup. Oh, the Aggies. Texas AM, College Station, Calfield, the Aggies of Texas AM. Having a very bad season under Jim Bo Fisher. Take it on that team that got their ass whooped by LSU last week. Lane Kevin and 15 ranked Rebels of Old Miss. I got to go Old Miss. Let's see. Vegas says Old Miss by two. <laughs> by two. <laughs> by two. By two. Okay. ESPN says 57.8% in favor of. Ole Miss. They really, they are really taking that ass whooping that they took really, really, really badly, ain't they? Cause they yep. got their ass whooped. Mm-hmm. They, they just, they got their ass whooped. Good luck with the twelves, Ole Miss, because you're gonna be hearing a lot of noises. I hope y'all can do a good silent count because I couldn't do it against LSU for whatever reason. And that was a noon game, by the way. That was a noon game they whooped y'all at. That was prime time. I would probably pick LSU. But that was a new game they whooped y'all ass. That's a damn shame. Now you got to go Texas A&M, and that's a prime time game. Good luck. From Texas to North Carolina. North Carolina. Why are we going to North Carolina? Because I do believe this is the final game that we're going to talk about this week because in North Carolina, we have the 21 ranked Tar Heels of North Carolina hosting the Pitt Panthers. In an ACC coaster meeting, and I'm gonna look at the standings here for the coastal division. Pitt one and two in conference play, four and three on the season, and top slot of the coastal division is the 21 ranked Tar Heels, three and zero in conference play, six and one in overall. With Georgia Tech and Duke in between the two, both at two and two. All right, I'm pretty sure Bearman's waiting for me to give the uh, odds for this game. Correct. Mm-hmm. So what are the odds we're looking for with the Tar Heels and the Pit Panthers? All right, let me see if I can bring it up. There we go. All right, on the ACC network, we have ESPN, 67.3% of Carolina Blue, and Vegas says 3% of the Tar It says minus three Tar Heels. Go ahead there, man. Tar Heels. Just like Tar Heels, just like that. Right here. No animus, no nothing. Just Tar Heels. He doesn't even care about Pitt at all. Because Pitt is just dead to you. I make my own bets. Okay. He makes his own bets. What can I say? What can I say? I'm a man of conviction. He's a man of conviction, people. And that was the campus tour for this week, week nine.
All right, Bearman, any uh, final thoughts, any warnings to any teams you want to give out there before we close out this week? Some of the teams I picked, they better get the job done, especially my alma mater. By the way, the Bear Down Pixies will be available this Saturday. Didn't have time to sit down and do some picks. I, like I said, I've been working on everything. so But we'll get it up to you already. So there you go. Then, like I said, this ticker at the bottom, this is the final eight people we will be using this season because beginning next Tuesday, November 1st, is the college football rankings. All right. So say one last look at this here. That this is the last time you will see AP Top 25. Because going forward, you'll be seeing college football rankings. But now on. But that being said, it is Florida and Georgia week. UCF, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State, Kansas State. We got some good ones this week. And that late afternoon window. Let's have fun. Let's see some fight. Let's see some good stuff. That's the Bearman over there in Texas where he'll be cheering on his mean green to put up a fight. you also be seeing if Texas continue to choke as they always do. As for me... Texas will keep choking. Yeah, they will. As for me, I'll be enjoying Florida and Georgia as best as I can. Hopefully the Florida Gators can put up a fight. Well, that being said, and uh, and by the way, Friday, ladies and gentlemen, will be our rivals previewing the weekend ahead. Not Saturday, Friday, ladies and gentlemen, Friday. So remember, set set your date, set your alarm. Friday, Friday night, we'll be going. Okay, I'll have that ready, getting ready to go. So that's what that's the bear man on the playmaker. We are out of here for bearing down the gridiron. Enjoy your college football. You've just experienced Bearing Down the Gridiron, featuring your hosts, Alex the Bearman Alcazaz and Darnell the Playmaker Salins. Executive production is done by Ricky, the master of mayhem, Litwinkowicz. Click that like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when a new Bearing Down the Gridiron episode is live on the air. Check out our sponsor links down below for everyday deals on Fanatics, NFLshop.com and points.com. Need merch? Check out www.paintrainpipebomb.threadless.com for quality merchandise at amazing prices. Tune in again next time.